0: You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. So today we're going to talk about the graciousness of God. Or we're going to talk about the grace of God. Kaya kanina yung puyong kinakanta natin, grace changes everything. And I believe God is a message for those of us here who've been in church for Many, many years, and for those of you who are here just for the very first time. So, uh, I'm I'm trusting that God will be the one to apply the word in your heart. And God will help us have a better understanding of the grace of God. And it's not just an information that we're going to get, but I hope it's something that will become real in our life. So, can I just pray a short prayer before we dive into the word tonight? Lord, we... Thank you once again for this evening. Lord, we thank you that, Lord, tonight as we hear your word, Lord, you will apply your word in our heart. Lord, you said that faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. So I pray, Lord God, there will be a fresh impartation and deposit of faith in our heart. Lord, I pray that you will speak to each and every one of us in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You know, one time I was feeling irritated with my, uh, with our two kids. We have a seven years old and we have a one and a half year old kid at home. So one time, yung kwarto namin sobrang Uh It was really messy. So one thing about me is that I'm not able to relax pag madumi ho yung bahay sometimes kahit pagod na ako after a long day at work tapos ready na ako matulog pag nakita ko madumi yung bahay i can't help but but to clean it up so i, I easily get stressed and feeling irritated pag madumi so when i went home i, I this is what i saw I was feeling irritated at that moment, so misa ko ano ano yung tomato, bukakat madumie, asan ba yung wife ko, ano na mga yari sa mga anak ko paglaki nila, parang sobrang masadya ng advance, no? I was have all of a sudden, from a good day, now it's starting to be a, a bad day. So while I'm at it, I felt like God spoke to me. That might sound weird for some of you here. I uh, was here for the very first time. Ano ano bang bosses ni Lord? Yeah, but you know, God communicates to us in a variety of ways, primarily through His Word, but not limited to His Word. Sometimes He can speak to us through other people, through nature, through circumstance, common sense, and but for me, most of the time, I, I feel God talking to me by just that uh, simple uh, an tawag impression in my heart. Meron ba kayong ganun? Minsan, yung pag may ka, you're so unsure, or alam mo, hindi to will ni Lord yung puso mo. That's why we need to pay attention to the tension, because sometimes that's how God speaks to us. There's a tension in our heart. Sometimes that's how God speaks to me. Or sometimes He will drop uh, a thought that I know it's really from God. It's not random thought, it's not something I can just shake off. It's something that is so strong to me. So, at that time, while I was feeling irritated, there's this thought that came to me. And I I felt like God was saying to me, instead of you being irritated, you ought to be thankful that you have two healthy kids at home. Parang ni You know, some people would love to be in your place right now. To have kids who will mess up their house every day. And so I was rebuked, and at that very moment, but instantly my perspective of the situation changed. My mood changed. So, nawala ni irritable ko, then I started just playing with them and clean it up again, as usual. But you know, I, I thought about that because in Psalm 103, our main text for tonight, David said in verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul. He was commanding himself. You know, sometimes it's okay to talk to yourself, to encourage yourself. Sometimes there's no one around to encourage you. And it's your responsibility to encourage you. Don't wait for other people to build your faith. It's your responsibility to build your faith. And so David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. How can you do that? He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. How many of you know you're loaded with benefits? In Christ, the Bible says, Christ has blessed you with all spiritual blessings. Everything that we need for life and godliness. What do you need to live for Christ? What do you need to follow Jesus? The Bible says, God has already blessed you. With every spiritual blessing in Christ, we just need to access that blessing. It's like you withdrawing money. Uh, one time we went to Japan for a ministry trip, and uh, one of the campus missionaries I brought with me, he ran out of cash. Pero good thing yung ATM nyo po, pwede international. So he used the ATM in Japan to access his money here in the Philippines. You know, in the same way we are here on earth. But the Bible says we have the ability to access the blessing from the heavenly realm. And so it's not something we can only tap into and enjoy the moment we die and join together with God. But even now as Christians, we can access the blessing of God. How many of you want to access the blessing of God? And so David says, bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all these benefits, because sometimes, just like me, at that moment when I saw something I didn't like, that became just the focus of my attention. All of a sudden, uh, everything faded in the background. Lahat ng nangyari that day na maganda ang nakita ko na lang yung maduming namin. Just because something is not working right doesn't mean that everything is not working right. So David said, "Don't forget his benefits. We have to learn how to praise God more than thinking and worrying about the things that we don't have. We need to learn to praise God for the things that we have, and the things that are working right while waiting for God to fix what is not working in our lives. So I'm sure, mga." Challenges sa life natin, may mga struggles sa buhay natin. Uh, but I believe God wants to change our perspective. If you are experiencing a struggle in your life right now, you have two choices or two options. Either you, you, you beat yourself and be so down and discouraged and say, Grabe, two years na ako si church, may struggle pa rin ako, wala talaga. Or maybe you can see that, that's struggle as a sign that God is working in your life. That's why there is a fight. The Bible says we are dead to our sin. So the fact that there is a struggle meaning you are alive in Christ. And so we can either see that as uh, "Lord," ano sa life ko? or "Lord, thank you. Thank you may ka sa buhay ko. Maybe it's not clicking, maybe it's not being it's not getting fixed overnight. But I know if I continue walking with you by the grace of God, if I continue praising you for what is working right, then eventually what isn't working, you will fix. So David said, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits." Uh, then David mentioned some of the benefits we have in God. He mentioned about forgiveness. How many of you are grateful for God's forgiveness? Lang <laughs> gabi, Lord. pag kami mag-asawa. Sobrang, ang little ng na pinag namin, takip lang ng toothpaste. Ang hirap magpatawad, di ba? Now, can you imagine you offending God? And then, the Bible says, if you confess your sins, He's willing to forgive you of your sin? Wow! You know, sometimes, pag kami mag nag-uusap lang kami, ano, parang, minsan na-realize namin, grabe, ang sarap ng may peace, no? Yung walang controversies, Walang, wala tayong kaguluhan sa buhay, yung may peace lang. That's what the forgiveness of God brings into our life. Peace with God. The Bible, and David said, don't forget that benefit. And he talked about healing. And it's not just about physical healing. Many times in the Bible, sickness is a picture of our sin, and salvation is the picture of our healing. And so he talked about healing, and then he talked about. Redemption and then provision and then favor, guidance, renewal. But in verses 8 to 12, David focused on the grace of God. After enumerating all these blessings, and you can add into it. Siguro, iya add mo na yung benefit ni yung trabajo ko. Yung benefit ni lord yung good health ko. You can add to that list. But after David mentioned some of these benefits, he uh, allotted five verses. Of course, hindi naman siya, no Mga theologian say naglagay ng, ng mga chapters and verses. But he, he made an emphasis on the grace of God. You know why? Because all these benefits, really, what makes us qualify qualified to receive is the grace of God. You know why we are enjoying these benefits? Not because you deserve it. Not because I deserve it. We are enjoying all of this because of the grace of God. That's why he focused and emphasized the grace of God. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. That's what I also want to focus on, the grace of God. Everyone say, the grace of God. So in Psalm 103, verse 8 to 12, David continued and said, The Lord is merciful and gracious. Everyone say, gracious. Okay, Just making sure you're still awake is low to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west. How many of you can imagine that? As far as the east is from the west, so far does He remove our transgressions from us. The sin you've committed in grade 1, in grade 6, in high school, in college, prior to your salvation, the Bible says, God separated that from you so that there will be no trace of your sin. So that you can have a brand new start. Some people need to relocate to a new place in order to be able to have a new life and have a fresh start. Some people need to change their face. The Bible says, no, you don't need to do that. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And, and your sin will be separated from you. So, I, I want to go through this passage of Scripture, this part of Psalm 103, and just talk about the grace of God. And again, this is, uh, if this is for those of you who are here for the first time and thinking if there is a place for me in in the faith or in the family of God, and for those of us who are Christians already, so first one in verse eight, David said that God is gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. I want to talk about His persistent grace. Persistent grace. The nature of God's grace. One thing we need to know and understand better is this persistence. The persistent grace of God. The reason you are here today is because God did not quit or give up on you. He was persistent. I, uh, it's my eldest sister who got saved. First in the family, we're a family of eight. I'm the youngest. When she got saved, I was uh, a high school student, first year of high school. Only when I was in my third year in college, seven long years before I surrendered my life to Jesus. So, kung may family member po it's taking you know really a bit long. You're praying, you're fasting, you're sharing the gospel. Pero not hindi to take effect. Believe me, the persistent grace of God is working in their life that something's happening. And, and that's the nature of God. And not only for people who are far away from God, but even us. You know, I'm thankful. because, minsan kahit Christian na tayo, how many of you know sometimes we still have the propensity or the tendency to sin against God? We have this tendency to persist in our own way and not obey God. Pero buti na lang si Lord, is slow to anger. Hindi siya nagagalit, his patient. Uh, you know, I read uh, the story of a Ad, Adoniram Judson, who was the first Protestant missionary to Burma from North America. At the age of 25, he was sent to Burma. And he served there for almost 40 years. It took him seven years before he had his first convert. So seven years, preach, share ng gospel, nakikipag-build ng relationship, Seven years before one person surrendered his life to Jesus. So, yung meron siyang local church in North America who's sending support, and they're thinking, uh, fruitful ba yung work natin sa Burma? Are we wasting fund? Should we transfer it to another missionary in another nation? And here's what uh, Adoniram Judson wrote back to the local church, his home church. He said, Beg the churches to have patience. Tell the brethren, success is as certain as the promise of a faithful God can make it. Sobrang sure siya. Sabi niya, counting patience lang, mga bros. We're going to see a great harvest in this place. And guess what? There's a lot of Christians in Burma today. And as I read that story, I think about God. That's a picture of God to us. Persistence. We did not find God. It's God who came to seek and to save the lost. Hindi po tayo yung nakahanap kay Lord. Tayo yung hinanap ni Lord. He came here on earth, became a man, just like us. He wore our clothes and ate our food and lived among us. So we can identify with Him. He went to the cross for you and me. One time... um, uh, Pastor Joey was telling us the story when he was walking around uh, inside their village. Okay? Kasama po yung dog nila na alaga. Tapos habang naglalakad siya, again, uh, he felt like God uh, was speaking to him at that time. May mga thoughts sa pumapasok sa mind niya. Tapos may mga question na, na naglalaro sa utak niya. Parang kina, sabi niya, kinakausap yatao ni Lord. Sabi sa kanya, Joey, mahal mo ba yung aso, aso mo? Hinginan yung aso niya. Mahal ko naman, Lord pinapasyal ko nga eh Gano mo kamahal yung aso mo, Joey? Well, binibigyang ko nang pinibilang ko nang food, dinadala ko sa doctor. Mahal ko naman. Tos, last question sa kanya. Mahal mo ba yung aso mo to the point na willing kang maging aso tulad niya? Are you willing to be to become a dog like your dog so you can be more close? Are you willing to eat the food that your dog is eating? At that point, Sabi the Lord, "Lord, pusa na lang." <laughs> Ibang usapan na to, Lord. Not willing. Mahal nya, but not to, the, to that level. Man, it's amazing for me to think, until today, that a great God would come to our level, go to our level. The Bible says He took down to make us great. He's persistent, and because of that, the grace of God made it possible for us. To have a relationship with God and to enjoy all these benefits, how many of you are grateful for the persistent grace of God? Uh, thank you, Lord. Until today, talagang Lord, buti na lang hindi ka sa akin. You know, I still commit mistakes, bad decisions. From time to time, I'm stubborn, but Lord, I thank you that you are patient. You know, in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Verse two, Romans 2, verse 4, Or do you presume on the richness of His kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? Some people think that they're getting away with their sin, or maybe God is tolerating their sin or approving of their wrongdoing. No, 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 no. The Bible says, God is not approving your wrongdoing. God is not tolerating your sin. Maybe you're thinking, eh, nagkakasala naman ako. Okay pa rin naman yung health ko. Okay pa rin naman yung trabaho ko. Okay pa rin naman finances. Not because God is tolerating. God is trying to stretch His patience. And the purpose of that patience is for us to realize that we are going the wrong way. So that we are going to make a U-turn and return to Him. And maybe for some of us here today, that is God's word for you. He's trying His best to stretch the patience. You know, sometimes the judgment of God is letting us have what we are fighting for to have. Parang yung... Daughter, cos one time I forget, five six years old, kumakain kami sa Japanese restaurant. Nakakuwir yu siya dito sa wasabi. Kinuholit kulit niya, Sige, hindi ka mapigilan, aben ng wife ko ano may wisdom. Sige, eto tekman mo. <laughs> Pagpihig niya. Ah! Since then, never touch wasabi. You know, sometimes the judgment of God is letting us have what we want. But God's is patient. Okay, tell the person sitting next to you, God is patient with you. Sabi masakatabi mo ang itni Lord sa God is so patient with you. Praise God. Number two, or second, God's grace is extravagant. I like this. God's grace is extravagant. Now, some people use the grace of God as a license to sin ni Lord. Extravagant yung grace. When you say extravagant, it's unreasonable. It doesn't make sense. Sometimes you will look at a person and you just know this person is not living right with God. Yet God is continually blessing them. Unreasonable grace. Lavish. In Tagalog, labis-labis and grace the lord okay ang corner no? pero sometimes yun nakakagising grace is extravagant it's overindulgent kami sa nagtatanong ka bakit ganoon pina-prosper pa siya ni lord you know prosperity is never a good gauge whether somebody is in god's will or not no because god the bible says Uh, David said, he does not deal with us according to our sins. He do not nor repay us according to our iniquities. The dealings of God with us is never equal to our obedience to him. How many of you know or experience that you had shortcomings, you sinned, yet God blessed you anyway? I have so many testimonies of that. The extravagant grace of God. You know, the result of that, if we understand, it makes us humble. It's never really about my accounting skill, my strategy, my ability to plan. It's not really my perfect uh, execution. No. Who you are today, what you have today, and where you are today, it's all by the grace of God. Because if God dealt with us according to our sins, we will not be here today. It's always good. It makes us humble, but at the same time, it makes us hopeful. Especially when we fail. And how many of you would confess that sometimes you still fail? Kaya ang atalaga grace lang ni Lord, kasi wala perfect sa Perfect is fake. There's no such thing as perfect. Mas kinakabahan ako pag yung kausap ko lahat okay. Talaga lahat okay sa buhay mo? Nakakatakot ka. Because lahat lahat ng kakilala ko may issue. Kasama na ako. Tanungin mo asawa ko. We all have issues. That's why we're all we all need the grace of God. We're all dependent on the grace of God. That's why we cannot boast before God or other people. It makes us humble, but it makes us hopeful. I remember the story of the woman caught in adultery. She was dragged to the street. She was, she was put to shame in, in, in broad daylight. Okay, nahuli siya, sabi sa Bible, early morning, tapos kinaladkad siya, dami nang nanonood. Then she was brought before Jesus, who was doing a Bible study at the time. Nesabi nila Lord, ano gagawin dito? Sabi sa Loni Moses, anyone caught in adultery should be stoned to death. We caught this woman. Jesus did not say anything. Instead, he stooped down and wrote to the ground with his finger. Sinulat siya. Tapos sinulit no mga nagaakis do sa girl. Jesus, o anong say mo? This woman was caught in adultery. It said in our law, anyone caught in adultery should be stoned to death. And so the woman was there crying. I'm um, just guessing, talagang haluhalu na. Hiya, tahot. I mean, all of that. In one day, his li- her life was just in a complete mess. So here's what Jesus did: He stood up and then said, Anyone who's not guilty of any sin. Let him be the first one to throw a stone at this woman. Then after that, the Bible says he stooped down again and wrote something on the ground with his finger. Now, there are three theories what he wrote because it was never mentioned in the Bible. First one is that Jesus doodled. Second, some were saying that he wrote Bible verses that relates to the situation. But I like the third one. The third one, uh, and here's the theory that Jesus took down and then wrote with his finger on the ground and started writing by, one by one the names of the people there and opposite the name is writing their sin. Joash. Last Saturday. The Bible says one by one, starting with the older ones, they went away. Kasi yung mga matatanda, mas marami na eh. Sila na yun. Robert. Lustful thoughts with Michael's wife. Robert left, Michael followed. So one by one, wala namg gusto magstay. Baka makasunod pangalan. Until it was Jesus and the woman who was left. And then Jesus said, where's your accuser? The woman said, uh, Jesus said, woman, where are they? As no one condemned you. She, she said, no one, Lord. Maybe she's still shocked. Don't know what to do. Do, don't know what to say. And Jesus who had the right to stone her to death, to condemn her, did not condemn her. Instead, Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. Instead of condemning her, God restored her. Jesus gave her the opportunity to start all over again. The Bible says, Jesus did not come to condemn us, but to save us. So every time you hear that voice condemning you, sama-sama mo, plastic ka, ganyang ka na naman, taluang taon na yan. mag-victory weekend ka na naman, <laughs> on all these things, ang ko, ang palpak-palpak, every time you hear that, you just know it's not the voice of God. Because God will never condemn you. The Holy Spirit will convict you so that you will go to God, not condemn you so that you will run away from God. Jesus is extravagant with His grace. That's the reason why you and I are here today. Because of the extravagant grace of God. Lord, I don't deserve this. But Lord, You have shown me kindness and goodness. The grace, the extravagant grace of God. So I want you to know, I just feel like maybe there's a person here that you feel like you're dirty. You have so many regrets. You have so many stuff in your life that you cannot fix. And maybe you're looking for answer. I believe God wants to say to you that there is grace available for you. If God extended grace to this adulterous woman, God surely is willing to extend grace to you. He wants to give you a fresh start. A brand new beginning. Last thing I want to talk, I'll, I'll, um, mention about grace is the life-changing grace of God. Life-changing grace of God. God loves you just as you are, but He loves you so much to leave you where you are. God has so much more in store for you and me. Again, some people are using the grace of God as a license to sin. Eh, it's not about my good works. Naman eh. Grace, naman ni Lord. Papatawari, Lord. So, Lord, forgive me of my sin yesterday and forgive me again for tomorrow because I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Parang paulit, ulit na lang kasi. Grace, naman ni Lord, yan. Save na naman na You know, how will you know if the grace operating in your life is real grace? It will produce a changed life. It will produce a changed life. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. You'll feel it. My power to say no. You can walk in victory. You can walk in freedom. You know, there's this uh, theologian, uh, uh, church father named Augustine. Okay? Sobrang tagal na, na po nabuhay, no? Nung mga, mga early theologians to. And I just read this story that prior to his salvation, he was living with a prostitute. And then he encountered God. He got saved. So he started avoiding this prostitute. One time when he was walking, uh, this prostitute saw him, so he she tried to chase him. Tinatawag siya, Agustin. Hindi may tawagan pa sila, be. So, lagi, nakikita naman siya ni Augustine, pero tumataliwas talaga siya ng ibang daan. Finally, she was able to catch him. And The girl said, Augustine, it is I. To which he replied, Augustine said, I know. But it is no longer I. The grace of God changed him inside out. How many of you here, you want the grace of God to change you from the inside out? Lord, I want the grace of God to give me the power. And that's exactly what's available for us. We can live the life God wants us to live because there is the empowering grace of God. So the enemy would try to convince us, and all of these things we've embraced lies. Sometimes maybe we are confessing it. In the past, I, I had some really negative confessions about myself. I would say, not realizing I've embraced this lie, and the enemy is using it to keep me locked in this invisible prison. I don't know what are the lies that you have bought in or embraced in your life, but I believe the grace of God wants to set you free from whatever is holding you, so that you won't be able to live for God. The the power of the grace of God. And God wants to teach us. The Bible says He wants to teach us. Papa ba yun? When I was a new Christian, I would, I would try. Because I'm this. I'm new to this. So I will just say, Lord, kung ako lang, Lord, di ko kaya ipasa tong subject na to nang walang cheating. College ako. Pero Lord, I just know it's not good to cheat. So Lord, I need your grace. So, I still remember that exam in accounting subject? Christian ako eh. Sabi ko, bahala na Lord. Grace mo na to. So, pagdating ng exam na nag-review naman ako, pero yung mali yung ni-review ko. So, I wrote my name, and then, uh, I don't know, maybe 100 items, and I'm just able to answer 10 or 20. After, sorry, wala na to Lord ikaw to <laughs> I need your resurrection power Lord matitamp lang ako kasi mimagu maganda na saan <laughs> mga friends ko mga <laughs> brotherhood kaya <laughs> matitamp lang ako Lord sige ah, tayo na tsbig ko na sa picture sir naksa mga mga classmates kung wii klab yun na guys see you pagdalabas ng result bagsa <laughs> I have to retake. I need to enroll it for another semester. But you know where I experience the grace? I experience the grace when I retake that subject for another semester. Di pumasa, yeah. But you know what? God taught me to rely on His grace. Lord, so I don't know ko ano magiging maybe yung grace sa akin is to experience favor or maybe the grace to go through it. Maybe there's no shortcut to this. But Lord, starting today, I want to learn to live by the grace of God. It's amazing because in the process, God developed my confidence that I can actually pass without cheating. That I can actually live a life of integrity. That God can actually grant me success in life without me compromising in, in these areas That's the grace of God. God can transform us by His grace. And I hope as we understand the grace of God, it will free us from fear. Because some people are enslaved all their life by this fear. That's why the Bible says God did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us the spirit of power. Power to live the life God wants us to live. I want to end here. And I'd like to read this last verse, Romans 5, verse 17. For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, talking about Adam, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace, everyone say abundance of grace, and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Through the abundance of God's grace, we can reign in life. No need to compromise. No need to cheat. No need to sin against God. No need to rebel against His will. No need to force something. No, I can reign in life by the abundant grace of God. God wants you to be victorious. God wants us to overcome. God wants us to reign in life. Not by our own, by our own strength, by our effort or religious affiliation, but by the abundant grace of God. Do not forget your benefit. David says, praise the Lord and do not forget His benefits, which includes the grace of God. Amen? How many of you are grateful for the grace of God in your life? Let's all stand. And let's pray right now. Lord, deliver us from fear, from lies that is holding us back, from relying on Your grace, depending on Your grace in every area of our life. Lord, we, this relationship started because of your grace. This relationship will be sustained by your grace, and we will finish this race by your grace. It's all about your grace, Lord. So Lord, help us to learn more and more, to trust in your grace. that we will not try to perform, we will not try to try to Lord pretend we're always OK. Lord, I pray we would learn to relate to you on the basis of grace, not on the basis of our righteousness and works and religiosity. I pray, Lord God, that your grace will become more and more real to us. Thank you for your persistent grace, that even though at times, may mga time di ka namin you know, obey, but you are patient with us, not wanting us to perish, but to come to repentance. Thank you for your extravagant grace. Even though we don't deserve it, your blessings and favor, you give it anyway. Lord, we can really say with all conviction that who we are today, where we are today, and what we have today, it's all by the grace of God. It's not because of our brilliance. It's not because of our, uh, Lord God, excellence or skill or education or influence or connection. It's all by the grace of God. So we thank you. We praise you. We bless your holy name like David. What David said, bless the Lord, O my soul. Today, we bless you, Lord. We praise you with all of our heart. Lord, continue to change us, continue to teach us to live for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.